God Has a Plan, Part 5 of this series, by Apostle Jacqueline Fedor. As new eighth-day creatures, when our spirit man comes alive, it has understanding pre-built into it. We should be able to understand God's ways through our spirit man and trust that it is not touchable as far as evil is concerned. Only good is understandable to our spirit. It cannot see evil. When wisdom, released by the Holy Spirit, touches that understanding, the knowledge of God is birthed into our natural minds. Moldy bread or a stale message, and for sure false doctrine, will not cause the spirit man to grow. If the spirit man is only fed what has already been taught, or what has previously been revealed to the church, they will remain seventh-day creatures. They will be ones that are given another chance to make paradise when they pass away from this realm, but they will not be eligible for the church glorious. Those that are a part of the church triumphant, however, will not have to die to be granted entry to the garden. They will come full circle as humanity and simply walk back in. Remember, the eighth-day person is born through truth or the word. He is shaped by the end-time message. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 through 54 talks about ones that do not have to die a physical death to come full circle back to Eden. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verses 51 through 54. Behold, I tell you a mystery, we shall not all sleep, die, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall all be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. These are the children of the eighth day. The eighth-day people stay on earth and restore it, allowing the Lord to reconnect earth to the garden, or a better way to say it is, bring it into our view again through the opened eyes of our reborn spirits. Isaiah prophesied this very thing in chapter 49, verse 8. Of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 8. Thus says the Lord, In an acceptable time I have heard you, And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. I will preserve you and give you as a covenant to the people, to restore the earth, to cause them to inherit the desolate heritages. The eternal church is formed from a people that are fed from the message. Daniel was told to keep sealed up till the end and eat from the contents of the scroll with the seven seals of Revelation. Daniel chapter 12 verse 9 And he said, Go your way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Revelation chapter 5, verse 5. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. This newly revealed fruit will cause the newborn to grow into a different kind, a different creature. On the other hand, when intellect is fed, the soul man grows and maintains his dominance over the vessel, and Satan regains control of that person and influence over all that person has jurisdiction of. 
This tramples the work on the cross. Christ gave us the opportunity to think like He thinks, for our spirit to grow into the image of His Spirit, resulting in a different kind of man. The Eighth-day people will not relinquish dominion of the earth to the enemy again either. The earth and God's kingdom will remain theirs forever because they remember well Satan's evil rule and the victory Jesus fought for on the cross. They also believe the word that tells us God promised possession of the world to Abraham and his seed. They firmly believe they are the seed of Abraham and have complete faith in God's promises. Galatians chapter 3 verse 29 And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. This means us. As we know, Jesus was born through the bloodlines of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, thus making him Abraham's seed. As we're born through him, we too become Abraham's seed and eligible for the Abrahamic covenant that promised Abraham and his seed through faith the earth would be given back to them. Romans chapter 4 verse 13 For the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. It was all a part of God's plan from the very beginning. Our new birth would also give us the right to the tree of life and his new covenant as we take communion. Now understand, as we eat the bread of communion, we are eating the flesh of Christ, who is the truth, the word, the message, or the knowledge Eve should have chosen in the first place. See part one of this series. Truth actually becomes our spiritual clothing. We put on the word, the light of God, and it enlightens, causes us to shine, surrounds us in a light that can be clearly seen in the supernatural. We are no longer naked in God's kingdom. Our bodies are preserved and covered by the light of truth. Remember, the light is the word, the word is Jesus, and Jesus is truth. As we become flesh of his flesh, we become light from his light. We become one with the word, the truth, which is the way that leads us to eternal life and the preservation of our bodies. Satan's deadly lies and false doctrines have many as bound as was Lazarus in his grave clothes and in total darkness like the tomb that held him captive for three days. We are to arise, come forth, shine, and shed the grave clothes as we enter into Christ's resurrection and covenant as prophesied by Daniel. Daniel chapter 12 verse 3 Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. As we drink the wine, we drink life eternal into ourselves because the wine transforms to his blood and his eternal life is in the blood. Leviticus chapter 17 verse 11 For the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Our spirit is born perfect. The word clothes our bodies in light, and the blood of Christ makes our soul perfect also. We now become one with the tree of life, as we are kin, blood brothers. We are heirs of all of God's promises because of the cross. As descendants of Adam, 
Our blood was tainted with the spirit of death in it. We were born to die. In closing, Christ's new covenant fixes all this as we commune with Him, as we sing praises to Him, as we choose Him. You see, He actually accepts and receives us as His wife through communion and praise. We become one with Him at communion. Flesh of His flesh, bone of His bone, and as He inhabits the praises of His people, we consummate the marriage through praise. The word inhabit means dwell, settle down, marry, which is why, after the disciples took communion with Christ, they sang. The covenant makes us accepted by the king forever. Shiloh gives the scepter of righteousness to his bride, shares with her his kingdom, and dwells with her eternally. We, the church glorious, as his body and bride, will pass over from mortality to immortality, from time into eternity. It was all a part of God's plan.